Привет, друзья! Как дела? My name is Fedor, and today we're gonna continue our tradition now of going over poetry. Today we have Yesenin, which is another great Russian poet. I think him and Pushkin are two... Hmm, I, I don't want to call them the best, but I think they are known to be the most simple when it comes to their language and the most lyrical. They write about you know, the nature and, and love a whole lot. And this letter is called Pismo Materi. Materi means mother. And yep, here we go. We're going to read it line by line. Of course, first, we're going to read it all from start to finish and then break it down sentence by sentence to see if you understood it or not. But first, let's read it first. See if you can understand something just with Russian. Here we go. Ты жива еще, моя старушка. Жив и я. Привет тебе. Привет. Пусть струится над твоей избушкой тот вечерний несказанный свет. Пишут мне, что ты, тая тревогу, загрустила шибко обо мне. Что ты часто ходишь на дорогу в старомодном ветхом шушуне. И в тебе в вечернем синем мраке Часто видится одно и то ж, будто кто-то мне в кабацкой драке саданул под сердце финский нож. Ничего, родная, успокойся. Это только тягостная бредь. Не такой уж горький я пропойца, чтоб тебя не видя умереть. Я по-прежнему такой же нежный и мечтаю только лишь о том, чтоб скорее от тоски мятежной воротиться в низенький наш дом. Я вернусь, когда раскинет ветви по-весеннему наш белый сад. Только ты меня уж на рассвете не буди, как восемь лет назад. Не буди того, что отмечталось, не волнуй того, что не сбылось. Слишком раннюю утрату и усталость испытать мне в жизни привелось. И молиться не учи меня, не надо к старому возврата больше нет. Ты одна мне в помощь и отрада. Ты одна мне несказанный свет. Так забудь же про свою тревогу. Не грусти так шибко обо мне. Не ходи так часто на дорогу в старомодном ветхом шушуне. And that is it. I hope you understood something from this without us translating, because it's really beautiful. It's really, it's really touching to how he talks to his mother. And I'll try to translate this with as much care and as much love in my emotion as Yesenin was trying to portray as well. First, he starts with Ты жива еще моя старушка? Are you still alive, my old lady? Referring to his mom as his old lady. How caring. Моя старушка, my old lady. Жив и я. I'm alive too. Привет тебе. Привет. Hello to you, hello. So he doesn't start with hello and then are you still alive? No, he starts with are you still alive? I think it's more of a jokey way, I think, because definitely he knows that she's still alive, probably. And just it just goes to show how long they haven't seen each other. If he's asking her if she's still alive or not. Then he continues... Пусть струится над твоей избушкой тот вечерний несказанный свет. 
May that unsaid evening light flow over your cottage. But house, избушка is like a little house. Think of kind of small little house, wooden house, typically with just simply one room. Because he wrote this in 1924. There's not a lot of how do I say this? There's not a lot of central heating systems. <laughs> so a lot of houses were heated by one furnace. And so it's a place, it's a house with one big space. Kitchen in the left corner, maybe bathroom or restroom outside, like the outhouse. Then a few a few beds right there in the same room. That's how people used to live, especially in the rural areas. You know, so it's like a small place, one big room where everybody is because, you know, there's not a lot of amenities happening. Of course, sometimes there's bigger houses, better houses, but it's if it's called Izbushka, most likely it's going to be like that. So he said, may that unsaid evening light, вечерний нескозанный свет. I think нескозанный also can be translated as well, unsaid, as we did translate it, but also magical. Some elusive evening light. What's the light in the evening? Maybe it's a fire? Maybe it's a furnace? Who knows? We don't know. And then he said, let that evening light flow over your cottage. Meaning, in my opinion, he means, let life be there in your izbushka, in your, in your house. Let it be full of life. Then he continues a bit more directly with less hypotheticals and less uh, figurative things. Пишут мне, что ты, та я тревогу. Пишут мне, they write to me, что ты, that you, та я тревогу, hiding your worry, загрустила шибко обо мне. You've grown very sad about me. So they're writing to me that you are sad about me. And then he continues, что ты часто ходишь на дорогу в старомодном ветхом шушуне. That you often walk to the road in an old worn-out shawl. Or шушун is like a kind of, it's not used anymore, but if you've ever seen folk Russian costumes, like that red costume, that's what шушун is. But what this means is that you've grown sad about me, Maybe you miss me. So you go into the road. When you live in a rural area, there's one main road typically that then kind of goes into smaller roads to the houses. Maybe even, of course, unpaved most likely. And so you have to kind of, from the main road, you go to the to your street and then you get to your house. Not every single street would be paved and truly well done. And so what I think he means is that you come out of your house, leave your household chores, maybe your garden, maybe your your you know things that you do around the house, like cattle maybe, and you go to the street to see if I'm coming, to see if there is a horse and a carriage with me there. I believe that's what he means here, is that you come to the street to look for me, to see if I'm coming or not. And also Shushun, I think it's not, of course I didn't live in those times, I'm not sure what he means exactly, but in my opinion, it's a dress. It's a dress. It's not an everyday kind of wear. And so she puts on her best clothes to come and greet him. 
to see if he is coming or not. She's coming to the street to see if he is, if the car, if the carriage, if the horses with the carriage, bring him. But of course they don't. And then и тебе в вечернем синем мраке. And to you in a dark blue darkness. Часто видится одно и то же. You often see the same thing. Одно и то же really should be одно и то же. But it's kept for rhyming. So to you in the evening blue darkness come the same exact vision. Будто кто-то мне в кабацкой драке саданул под сердце финский нож. As if someone in a tavern brawl в кабацкой драке tavern brawl будто кто-то means as if Sadanul stabbed под сердце, under my heart or in the heart. Finsky nosh, Finnish knife. Finsky nosh is grew in popularity among criminal forces <laughs> because it's a small knife that you can put in your pocket and it's a stab knife. So it's not really like a cutting, you cannot cut, like let's say if you're a butcher, you don't use that knife. It's like for you to poke something. That's called a Finnish knife. And so In a darkness, in a blue darkness, you see the same exact vision that as if somebody in a tavern brawl put a knife to my heart. That's her visions. As a mom, she's worried about him dying and somebody stabbing him, right? Ничего родная. Ничего means nothing. But ничего страшного can be translation like a full phrase. There's nothing wrong or, or it's okay. Родная. But ничего means don't worry. Родная means my dear. Успокойся. Calm down. Это только тягостная бред. It's only burdensome delusion. Бред or бред. I think бред may be an older way to say it. We now don't say with a soft sign at the end. We say бред. And it means delusion or when you see visions. Illusions as well. Or hallucinations can be бред as well. Не такой уж Горький я пробойца. I'm not, such, I'm not such a bitter drunk. Не такой уж. I'm not such a горький bitter. And пробойца means drunk or drunk head. I'm not such a big drunk <laughs> that I'll get stabbed in a tavern brawl. Чтоб тебя не видя умереть. I'm not such a bitter drunk. I'm not so much of a drunk to die without seeing you. Чтобы... Тебя не видя, without seeing you, умереть, to die. So, maybe he is a drunk, but not so much of a drunk to not see her before his death. Meaning that he still loves her, he still remembers her, he still wants to see her. And she means a lot to him. That's what, that's what I'm taking from this, from this, you know, passage so far. Я по-прежнему такой же нежный. I'm still as tender as before. И мечтаю только лишь о том, and I dream only of one thing, чтоб скорее от тоски мятежной, to return the sooner from the restless anguish, тоска мятежная, restless, burden or boring, boring time spent somewhere, вратиться в низенький наш дом, to return to our small home. Nizinki means small or short in length. Typically, even, even now, there are still these houses that I'm pretty tall. I'm 6'3". And 
when I go to different um, houses, especially in rural areas, they're all very small, meaning in length. Typically, my head almost touches the ceiling, <laughs> or at least it touches the lamps for sure, the ones that are hanging from the ceiling, because all the all the all the um, small houses were built on wood, and what does wood have a tendency to do? It tends to shrink. Over time, it shrinks. And so you build a tall house that for the first 10 years is good, but then over time, that moisture leaves the wood and it becomes smaller and smaller and smaller. And so he, he says, I'm still just as tender and I'm dreaming of only one thing, to escape this life and to come to our short house. He still remembers that short house and that cozy place that he grew up in, probably. Then he continues. Я вернусь. I return. Когда раскинет ветви по весеннему наш белый сад. When the branches spread, когда раскинет ветви, when the branches spread over our white garden in the spring. But it's kind of, translation is a bit off here. I think the translation wants to keep the feeling of this line, but I'll translate a bit better. So, наш белый сад, our white garden, will throw the branches. So, the, the, the garden throws the branches around. So, he gives the garden a bit of life, a bit of human nature to throw or to spread the branches of the trees, of the garden, garden itself. Then the key word, повесеннему. Not in spring, like in the springtime, but in a spring-like fashion. What happens in the spring? Those of you who live in the northern hemisphere, our spring is when things become, they flourish. Especially in Russia. Spring is a time of flourishing, of, of different flowers starting to blossom. Different gardens after the winter, they weather the storm they, they weather the winter and then they start to spread they become alive again and he said i'll return then when the white garden will spread its uh, its its branches in a spring-like fashion so when everything will get some life that's when i'll return then this these two lines finish up this passage только ты меня уж на рассвете не буди you don't wake me up this time at dawn. This time, только ты уж. Только ты меня уж. Уж means this time around. Kind of. Yeah. Не буди, don't wake me. Как восемь лет назад. As you did eight years ago. Kind of funny. It's been nine years since I left my home. Well, of course, I've returned many times, I, you know. Not eight years ago, not like uh, I, I left it eight years ago and never, never returned. But I went to university, I went to college, and uh, I'm away from my parents, you know, for extensive periods of time, half a year at least each time. And I can understand what he his his feeling here. When you leave your parents' place, right? When I leave, 
I'm by myself. I'm in college. I can go to sleep at whatever time. I can wake up at whatever time. But whenever I come back home, whenever I'm back under my mother's and father's wings, they tend to wake me up at 7 a.m. Hey, it's time to wake up. Let me sleep, okay? I, I, can, I can figure out when it's time for me to wake up. Then if I'm out somewhere late, when are you going to come back? When are you going to come back? I'm like, guys, I'm, I'm not used to this anymore. I can come back whenever I want. I'm in a whole different country. You don't even know what I'm doing. But because I'm under them, they feel the responsibility to wake me up and to control me a little bit. So he says, Только ты меня уж на рассвете не буди, как восемь лет назад. Just don't wake me at dawn as you did eight years ago. I guess motherly care never leaves. Even, even uh, different people feel the same thing. Не буди того, что отмечталось. Don't wake what's been dreamt away. Now he talks about not the, to wake him up in the morning, but не буди того. Don't wake what's been dreamt away. You've had some dreams or I had some dreams about doing something. And then that's already in the past. I have dreamt that before. It's not, no longer my dream. Don't touch on what I dreamt of before. I'm a different man now. Не волнуй того, что не сбылось. Don't bother what didn't come true. Don't worry what didn't come true. You know, as again, as we grow up with our parents, we think, okay, hey, you should be a doctor or go do this. And you try as a child, right? You try doing those things, they don't come true. So he tells his mom, don't worry about those things. I've already dreamt about them before, or we did, and those things didn't come true. Sometimes even when I come back, well, of course, right now, of course, I have a wife and all of that. But before, my parents or my family would ask me about different girlfriends that I had before. Oh, are you still, are you still together with her? I'm like, no, don't, don't bother the past. It's already done. Even though they might, they might have liked that person. No, it's, already, it's done. Don't, don't even bring it back, even in memories. Then he continues. Слишком раннюю утрату и усталость испытать мне в жизни привелось. Слишком раннюю утрату и усталость. Too early a loss and tiredness. Слишком раннюю. It's too early of a loss. Too early of a tiredness. I've experienced too early of a loss and tiredness in his life. Испытать to experience в жизни in life. Privilos, I had to. So I had to experience too early of a loss and tiredness in my life. He writes this and he, as he is 29. And he's talking about his experience too early of a loss and tiredness. And the very tragic fact is that he dies a year after writing this. He dies at the age of 30. Has he seen his mom? Has he not? We don't know. И молиться не учи меня. And don't teach me to pray. Не надо. No need. К старому возврата больше нет. There is no, there's no return to the past. Again, 1924. USSR has formed, 
1922. So it's new, new life has started for people. And of course, religion was against the communist regime because it was believed that if you don't, if you believe in God, do not believe in the state. So he says, don't teach me to pray. There's no return to the past things, past traditions. You, are, you alone are my help and comfort. You alone are my unsaid or that magical light that he was referring to. Then the final part is so forget about your worry. Не грусти так шибко обо мне. Don't be so very sad about me. Не ходи так часто... Еще раз. Не ходи так часто на дорогу в старомодном ветхом шушуне. Don't come to the street so often in your old-fashioned, worn-out shawl. That is all. Hope you've learned something. This poem will be... In the description to this podcast, if you like this episode, leave us a review so that others can also find this content and also get closer to the Russian culture and Russian poetry. That's all. See you all next time. Пока-пока.